0: there my name is Eli and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast hosted by my big bro Nate Berdine where he speaks about the now generation choose us and everything in between enjoy the show and thanks for watching yo welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast episode 24 we're in our Kobe episode again Eli is gonna be introducing my show so hope you guys love that great kid and so yeah episode 24 kobe putting these out like hotcakes baby let's go interviews we're doing a lot a lot is going on with the podcast some interesting things are happening uh sponsors just it, it's crazy to see how the podcast is getting recognized and it's so cool and i and i believe it's totally the work of god and i believe this is speaking to not just youth pastors or youth leaders but to young people themselves and teaching them even things if they want to be in ministry and they're learning from another 20 year old dude and again i'm not gonna i'm gonna sit here and like put myself in the dirt but what i do want to say is again listen to the people you know and you hear from don't just listen to me don't just listen to one guy make sure you're getting a lot of different perspectives what does that mean well i just think you're learning a lot of different perspectives and then you can choose okay what what, what, do, I, what do i vibe with because I, I know i say some things and some people are like well, what did you just say i know like i know that but i think when we can hear different perspectives and you guys have heard this like the idea of perspective that i believe it's good to get other people's perspectives and to get and get online with what other people are saying so guys again thank you for checking this out i kind of went on a little tangent with that one but today we're going to talk about the super bowl and why i hate tom brady but i, I you got to recognize greatness. you got to recognize greatness we'll talk about the halftime didn't watch much of it but it's a thing so we'll talk about it i gonna talk about a fun topic kids ki- kids are different kids are totally different nowadays like i'm telling you i remember when i was a kid i was and i'll share a story but man when i was a kid asking it like asking to stay the night or eating or whatever just it was just a different way of life and i know i'm i'm 20 so i'm not, like way older but i'm telling y'all the, the high school is today it's a different story so we'll talk about that a little bit <laughs> it's gonna make me sound so Old, it's so maybe it sounds so old, and yeah, again, you guys know my age. And we we'll are also talking about snow because it snowed here, and how we just flip out about snow and go crazy about snow. And it was like an inch, two inches maybe. And then the Leadwell Young Leader topic is going to be talking about just the idea of honor and blessing others, and how God has called us to bless others, and something that God has pressed on my heart to honor and bless others with the love of Jesus. Yo, so let's get into it. Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday is, is great, right? You know, you got the wings. Mama made some wings; they were fire. There were some fire wings, and you get the chips. You gotta get eating unhealthy. No one's judging you. It's obviously a cheat workout day, and everything is going well. Everything's going great. Everything's going fantastic. You're eating all the food, like literally. I mean, all the food, and you're just eating everything, right? And, but whatever. What I, what I began to realize is that the Super Bowl, oh, the Super Bowl, that thing can be boring. Okay, it was a great defensive game, whatever. But that thing was boring. I, When that first touchdown happened, I said, that's the first touchdown. This is the fourth quarter. Do you know the last quarterback not named Tom, the last quarterback to throw a touchdown in a Super Bowl game? His name is Nick Foles. That was last year. He is the last quarterback to throw an NFL touchdown. That's insane to me because they ran in the touchdown. They got to the end zone two times, two times. When they got into it, I don't think they were actually Rams didn't get into the end zone at all. When they got into it, Jared Goff threw a pick. But I want to talk about some. I want to talk about greatness. And I've and I've shared I've shared about LeBron the goat and why I believe he is the goat. But Tom Brady, that man's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. I can't even I can't even argue with that. I can't even say, well that's not true. I can't say that, well, he's not the best. I can't I can't say those things because he is. 6 rings. 6 out of the 9 times that he's been to the Super Bowl. I think it was the statistic that he's been in 18% of the Super Bowls and he's won 11 of them. 11% of them. What? How? How? Some people don't ever, ever even get to the Super Bowl. You've been there. How many times, bro? Like, this, that's nuts to me. It's, it's nuts nuts. And so, again, everyone wants to hate Tom Brady. Why? Because he's great. People love to hate greatness. People love to diss on greatness. People love to trash greatness. People love to make fun of greatness. People That's just what people enjoy to do. People don't hate. We know that. People are going to hate. But. But, yo. Y'all, we got to put some respect up on Tom Brady's name. Now, I, he did not. He threw the ball sometimes. He ain't won that game. Stefan Gilmore, I believe, should have won the MVP. He won that game. The defense won that game. It was a great defensive game. And playing defense in football, like, I was like, this is great. Like, this is cool. Like, it's fun, but then you look at it and you're like, "Well, I don't play. This might be a fun game for them, but for the spectators, it's not fun at all." So, Tom Brady, I respect you, Tom Brady. I, I, I see you. Bro. I see you. Stop winning so many Super Bowls. All right, stop. I'm tired of it. I'm, ti- I'm tired of it. And you know what the funny thing is? They're the favorites to win. They're the favorites. Again. Could you imagine? I just Tom Brady's on his LeBron right now and but he's winning. Love LeBron, but he's not LeBron's not winning. Tom Brady's on his LeBron and winning AFC Championship. AFC Championship. AFC Championship. AFC Championship. I think the last quarterback to beat him in an AFC Championship his name was Peyton Manning. Literally, like truly the Broncos, who won the Super Bowl that year, that was the last team to not to beat Peyton Manning. Or to beat Tom Brady was the Peyton Manning Broncos. That's crazy to me. And I know a lot of y'all are like, man, I don't care about this sports talk, homie, but this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so, Tom Brady, you would go. And and even if you don't watch sports, even if you're not a sports fan, you watched the Super Bowl last night. Like you did. You watched the Super Bowl. You at someone's house. The Super Bowl's on. You you saw about it. You heard about it. You watched. Maybe you watched Maroon Five. Like you experienced the Super Bowl in some type of way. That's just what we do in America. It's just what we do. All right. So uh, everyone's like, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You a hundred percent watched it. So hey. Goats do go things. That's kind of my quote, my lifestyle. I say goats do go things. People win. Winners win. Goats do greatest of all time things. That's what goats do. Right? Michael Jordan. He just did he just did goat things. LeBron James. He do, he just does goat things. Like he just wins. He gets to back to back to back. He gets to back to back to back to back to back to back, back finals. LeBron has truly, like literally, been in every single final game since 2010. That is insane. Now, it's going to be tricky this year, but if he gets back to the finals, if he gets back to the finals with himself, some gum, and some glue, we're going to have an issue because that boy is balling. That boy's is balling. Well, I guess we'll talk about the half game, half game, half game. We'll talk about the halftime, I, I, I guess. Real quick, Maroon 5, trash. Don't want to hear it. Oh, they're great music. Okay. Moves like Jagger, fire. Animal, okay. Don't know the rest of their songs, but trash. Okay. Adam Adam Levine, Adam Levine, whatever his name is, always shirtless. Okay. Janet Jackson, Okay, so we're mad. We, we mad at Janet Jackson, but that boy, Adam, is up on stage, and he out here just showing whatever he want to show, and we ain't mad about it. Are you kidding me right now? Are you All right. Anyway, also, no one was excited. Justin Timberlake, last, last year in the Super Bowl, I don't know what he wore. He wore some orange camo. Like I don't know what he wore, but we cannot argue that homeboy was finessing. I, he was finessing, it was a great half, to me, it was a good halftime show, I, I appreciated it, nothing too crazy, I sound so, I sound like a dad right now, it's nothing too much, but they performed, he performed, he did his thing, he did the songs I wanted him to do, I'm cool, he did suit and tie, and he had to do suit and tie. I'm cool with that, but then, I didn't care about Maroon 5, that's honestly, I went upstairs and started doing homework, because I did not care about the halftime show, but I went back and I watched Travis Scott. Now I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan, but I do like "Sicko Mode." I like that song. So the it, SpongeBob introduced, or the the clip of him singing "Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Victory." Yeah. Anyway, like he played that. He played. They played that song and I thought they were gonna play the whole thing. They played 10 seconds of that clip. He came in on a meteor, sang sicko mode. He was offbeat. Travis Scott's tripping. All right, then they sent Big Boy out. Big Boy, clean, finesse. Big Boy was Big Boy. Now, I again, I did not watch it in its entirety, but I do know that people are sick. And tired of these trash halftime shows. All right. Now the last halftime show was stressful because I was I'm an Eagles fan, so like I was like, man, Justin Timberlake, you cool, bro? But hey, listen, I need some dubs, <laughs> and we got the we got the dub. So all all, all that to be said. Time is the go. And halftime shows need to get better. The half-game, half game half half game halftime shows are terrible. T- just literally terrible. I and mean, when they got to get better, the straight facts, that's, that's, that's just what I'm saying, that's just what I'm saying, next, <laughs> getting, being a kid is different, it's just different, what do you mean by that, well, I was uh, playing Ultimate Frisbee today with my boys, also made me realize I'm out of shape, Uh, I, I lived, but man, I got to run, and so, I'm with the boys, kicking it, chilling, playing Ultimate Frisbee. And this kid walks up and he goes, yo, I'm spending the night. Excuse me? What? And, like, he didn't say that. Kid just goes, other kid just goes, yeah, okay. Huh? What? So, we just sit up spending the night, hold up, on a school night, hold up, without asking our mamas and our daddies? If if homeboy can spend the night, tripping. Look, don't tell me that you don't remember when you wanted to ask your friend or ask or see if your friend could spend the night. That's what happened. Yo, um, mom, or no, you went to your friend, right? Went to your friend like this. Yo, friend said, friend. I I don't want to ask my mom because I know she'll say no. I know she'll say no. So what I need you to do, friend, is I need you to go into my mom's room or go talk to my mom wherever she is. I need you to say these words and these words exactly. Hey, Miss Blank, in my case, it would be Miss Burdeen. Hey, Miss Burdine, is it okay if Nate spends? No, no, actually, aunt, don't say Nate. Use my full name because my mom likes my full name, not my, not my nickname, not my name. She likes my full name. So use Nathaniel. Even use William if you have to. Right? So she goes, can Nathaniel spend the night. Um, he he he'd be home around this time, this time, this time, this time. No. What? Then I go, okay, cool. Right? You loosen you loosen the egg a little bit. Mom, can I go spend the night? Man, this is a great friend. He's awesome, blah, blah, blah. You know, run down more of the details. Yeah, okay, sure. Right? Also, on a school night, it was no option no option I don't know if y'all live differently than me but I'm telling you it was no option now in middle school for a little bit I had a, I had a really great friend and I spent the night at his house all the time miss those days truly do miss those days but I like it was still like a struggle like I couldn't just roll up and like hey I'll spend no you had to ask there, was, there there was questions to be asked here who this who this? Who they daddy? Who they mammy? Like, remember? Can I spend the night? I don't know them. So no, you can't. So no, you, you 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 can't, you can't spend the night. I just, I don't know. It's just stuff. Stuff is just different, right? I I even look at, I even look at games. Right. So we're, we're it's all video game systems it's online. It's all Fortnite, whatever. Again, sound like a straight dad right now. But I can remember a time when the only game you could play on your, on, your, on your computer with somebody else were games like Fusion Fall and Cartoon Network, where it was super slow, it was trash. Uh, I played Zwinky. No one remembers Zink- Zwinky. I got Gaia. Like, these, thi- these, are the, these are the ways I hung out with my friends outside of school. And then this is actually where we would set up the meeting, where we'd say, hey, bro, you should go ask your mom if I or you can spend the night. And then we'd go through the whole spiel again. No, you got to use my full name. Like, it's just different. It's just different. Kids are getting phones early. Man, I didn't get my phone till eighth grade, maybe. Again, some of y'all are like, that's too early too. Man, some of these, phones, some of these kids got phones in like 6th grade, 5th grade. Let me tell you about me getting a phone. I got a phone on Christmas. It's 6th grade. I wanted a phone so bad. So bad. I got this little teen iPhone. It was like cherry red. It was beautiful. I loved her. Loved that thing. But uh, the thing about that phone was it had minutes. I didn't know minutes. My mom has unlimited texting. My brother has unlimited te- unlimited calling, unlimited texting, so why don't I? Right, so I didn't get minutes. I thought texting was unlimited. It it wasn't. It actually cost minutes for some reason to text. Again, sound like an old man, but homeboy, me being homeboy, I uh, I got this girl's number, and I just started texting. Ten minutes into the conversation, you have ran out of minutes. Please call this number if you want more minutes. What skirt? I I can't buy no more. I got no money. Man, I used that phone one time. One time, ran out of minutes. It was gone. Then I got the red. Then I kept the red cherry phone. We moved it into like my SIM card. It was beautiful. It was a great day. It's a great day. Got my number, you know, two five three eight. You tripping? I ain't telling you my whole number. But man, I can remember the first day. I got that that red cherry, beautiful phone. Then I went up and I got my uh, my little slide. Then I got the sidekick. It got stolen, whack. No one wanted to say anything, but I know someone stole it. And then I got my first smartphone. Then I went iPhone gang forever since. That's how it's been. Uh, you guys didn't ask for my iphone story but <laughs> it, like it's just different and, and i don't know how to explain it and i don't know if i land into like the millennial generation or if i land into like the generation that we call whatever we call it now xyz whatever q who knows but this is what i do know that's just it's just different spending the night is different eating food at some house is different man you can't eat all the food what you doing what are you doing Right, you had to you had to talk to mama first before you could even talk to your friend. How you doing? Right, because she was checking to make sure that you weren't out here selling dope on the you know selling dope on the side or something. So it's just again, it's just interesting that kids kids are just different. Food is different. It's just all it's just, and I don't know how to explain it, and I don't and I don't think it's bad. I don't I necessarily don't think it's bad. Like I think that's dope that you can just be like yo, I'm spending the night. And your friend be like, cool, sounds good. I think that's super dope. But I just, and what I was, to me, I was shocked. What? There needs to be more conversations. There should be about five conversations. Do y'all know? Like, anyway, and they're great kids. So, like, I'm not worried about anything, but it's just, bruh, that shocked your boy. Shocked your boy. Your boy was shocked. So, Kids are being. Kids are just different. Kids are changing. Kids are wiling. I don't. You know what? They're not wiling. But I will tell you this much. I will tell you this much. That when I hang out with kids today, what I've noticed is the phones. Right again. I'm not even gonna say it. Y'all know what I'm saying. The phones. This is different for me. I can remember a time when my entertainment. My phone was secondary, right? Even when I had a smartphone, and I had a, like an LG smartphone, and even my first couple of iPhones, it was secondary to what I was doing. I played like words with friends. I texted people when I got texts, and then I was off. Instagram just wasn't fun. Snapchat wasn't cool. I didn't have friends. Like, it's just none of it was cool. And then I got some friends, and people were like, where people were like using actual social media, because Facebook was the move, but Facebook you couldn't really do anything, you know what I mean? So like, people would go on Facebook, and you'd be like, "All right, I spent two hours here, or two hours, I spent an hour here, all right, I'm done." Or MySpace, MySpace was lit. My, you got it. My, if you're in, if you don't know what MySpace is, you're listening to this, you're too young. You're too young for this show. all right? Yeah, you know. I mean you're the perfect age, but I'm just saying, like, MySpace, that's that that is the social media of all social medias. I had my page, my page can move. Every time you went to my page, I remember I had UGK bumping. Or I had uh actually I had Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Ain't nobody has passed me. I'm just so fashion. So fashion, so clean, clean. That was a banger. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. Y'all just don't get it. But, like, my phone wasn't my primary way of entertainment. It was a secondary way of entertainment. Now my phone's become my primary way. I can look at sports, everything. I can see who's getting traded. I can see Instagram. I can see literally everything right on my phone. So why would I need that? Why would I need it? It's MySpace. And Instagram's the thing. So I can just go scroll through pictures and like pictures. like. It's just changed. And what I'm finding is that since I'm like in this in betweener kind of generational stage or whatever you want to call it, I I fall into that as well. I fall into that as well. I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and talk about cell phone addiction or whatever. But what I do know is that that is hard. And I wish that I still had the mindset of like, cool, you know, I'll play Call of Duty, get a text, send it off. Got text and like just send them off but now we're just we're glued to it. Kids are glued to the phones. And yes. But I mean, even I am. I know I am. Look if you looked at my screen time you'd be like, Nick, what are you doing? You spend a lot of time on social media. A lot of it's just YouTube videos and I just let them play as I'm like doing work or stuff. But still a lot of time on my phone that that is there. So yeah, kids have changed and that's fine. But kids have changed have changed and I think another another thing about that real quick is we we need to not adapt to them but we need to show love to them that is adaptable or yeah adaptable is the love that we show to show to kids like is it adapt like can it will it move can it fluctuate and not fluctuate in the way of like hey I love you I don't love you but like hey I love you in this season I might have to love you a little bit different in this season, not less love, but different in different ways. In this season, you really need communication. In this season, you're kind of like more far back, but I'm gonna still love you. so, so even as kids have changed through the years, and people are like, how do we, how do we solve them? How do we solve them? How do we solve them? Give them your time, and I'm gonna talk about that and honor and bless others. How, how do we solve this issue? They're just, they're new, they're changing, they're changing. Giving your time, that won't change in kids. Kids need time right i always find it interesting and this is just my observation kids and parents right so kids born and i'm just saying that it is based on the assumption that hey this is my mom now there's some biological things going up in there and like so like the kid kind of like knows but if you take a newborn not let him see his mom, place him. This is my mama, this is my daddy, this is my grand. Like, this is the people, these are the people that I am around. So these are my people. These are the people that I know, time. The people that invest time in me are the people that I, I trust and I know that are for me. Right, kids? If you don't spend time with kids, they're just like, well, who are you? Who are you? When you get the kids time, that's when they start, you know, relationship bonds. And I think we often, we're like kids are changing, kids are changing. How do we solve it? How do we solve it? Give me time. That's not going to change. It's literally a newborn. They, they, they. It's time. It's time. My mom's here all the, you know, hey, my mom's here. My mom's here. My mom's here. My, mom's here. my dad's here. Time they, they always come back, they come back, they stay with me, they play with me, they read with me, they give them their time, they they bathe me time, 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 and that builds up, that trust builds up, and there's that trust. So you give your kids your time as they're changing, 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 it's not gonna change. Give them your time. Give them your time. So I think I also want to talk about I want to do a little book review. And I want I wanna throw a dope like book review a little beat nasty like what's nate reading now what's popping now like I'm, I'm gonna get something like that but i'm talking about a book i've been reading and the book is called i'm still here by austin channing brown i'm still here by austin channing brown i'm about it's it's a great read i'm not it's it's an easy read i'll, I'll just be honest it's an easy read and i think she did that so the language could be it could make sense to all it's an easy read because chapters are short and she loses a lot of story. It's a hard read because everything she says is shocking, shocking truth. By Austin Channing Brown. She is amazing. Go on Instagram, she she is fearlessly black. Unashamedly black. Unashamedly unashamedly a black woman. And I think the craziest thing about that book to me so far was Austin having to feel like she she had to change. Code switching, right? We call it code switching. And I I don't think she mentions code switching like outrightly. But the idea of I'm going to use my white voice, whatever, whatever that means, I'm using this voice, Around these people, and this first around these people, I can't wear my hair the hair naturally the way it's supposed to be. I'm going to straighten it or do the do these certain things. See, the dominant culture forced, oppressed, this woman, and this happens into being someone she wasn't. I, I know this has happened for me. So it's, I'm still here by Austin Channing Brown, and I think what we can learn from this book. Is all the cultures that we set open cultures or the closed culture, which creates oppressive culture? What does that mean? I believe when our culture is open to new ideas and new perspectives, we don't become oppressive. Why? Because everyone says my idea is valued here. The way I am is valued here. My identity, my individuality is identified and loved and appreciated here. I, I believe dominance or oppressive culture doesn't come out of that i believe where oppressive and oppressed cultures come out of is when people are closed and say no new ideas no new perspectives the way you are is wrong change it and that's when they get oppressed we may not say those words outright but when we look at people up and down because they were in the hair the way that god made their hair we look at them weird. that's not professional well your hair is just like your hair Right? You wake up in the morning, you throw some stuff in it, and it's cool. I wake up in the morning, I throw some pink lotion up in my thing, and that looks good to me. So why is mine not professional? And as a dude, I haven't had to deal with this problem. Right, I get a lineup and I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm good. Get a lineup and I'm good. But I know black women who've who've had to deal with this. Who who have had to deal with this of changing who they are. And I know men I have changed an identity. I'm speaking about hair, but like their identity, so that they can fit into the dominant, oppressive, whatever culture. So I know that was a tone switch, a real quick tone switch. But that book again, I'm talking about for five minutes. Every a book I'm reading, and that book is what I'm reading. Austin Channing Brown, what a great book! What a great book! Check it out. I'm actually I'm gonna throw the link to Austin's book in my podcast notes and because i think you know white black mexican korean whatever whatever read this book i'm still here by austin Cheney brown great book great read great read sweet y'all well what we're gonna do now is we're gonna check out this ad we're gonna check out this ad and then we're gonna get into the lead well young leader by honoring and being a blessing to others let's do it (laughs) What does it mean to be an honor and a blessing to others? What does that mean? When someone says, hey, we show honor in this place. What does that mean? Yo, know, we bless our friends. We love others. What does that mean? See, in my college class right now, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm doing a sermon based on the Good Samaritan of loving and blessing and honoring others. And to me, that, that, that put a real burden on my heart How do I do that to ev- to my, the people in my church? How do I do that to everyday people? See, because the Samaritan was living a Jew, someone who was completely different than who he was, but they, sh- they, you know, they bleed the same blood. They got the same bones. They're from the same God. That's what the Samaritans saw. And again, the is in its fullness. The Bible makes me whole. But I do wish there was like little side interviews. Little side and he's like, "Hey, yo, Samaritan, so why you do that?" And the Samaritan can be like, "Well, the love of God, it's the love of Jesus. It's a parable, the love of Jesus, so that they can share the love of Jesus." But we don't we don't allow that, do we? We often don't. We often don't. We don't honor. We don't bless others. So I want to share three little tidbits. I believe that come when we honor and bless us. How do we honor and bless others? The first one is we need to be patient with people. What does that mean? I think obviously in youth ministry, we know that it is tough. It is hard sometimes to honor and bless others. Why? Because they're tripping. They're tripping. But but aren't we? But aren't we, right? We can't be patient with people because they need to get together get it together they need to get their act right they need to do it but the scripture says it says get that log out your own eye before you take out before you try to take the speck out of somebody else's see we always like to say our stuff don't stink but it does what does this have to do with patience what does it have to do with blessing others too often in this world we lose our stuff, we lose our heads. Because someone says something crazy, but can we be patient? Can we learn why? Ridicule, 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 throw them in the dirt, they're done. Got them. Killed them with the holy fire. And this piggyback straight off of what I said in my Martin Luther King episode. Why do we attack each other? Why do we hurt each other? It just don't make no sense. All right, so can we be patient with each other? Blessing, man. I felt the greatest blessing when people show me that they're patient with me. Here's a story about that. I can remember, right, 20, right? I can remember when I was 18. I got hired out of church when I was 18. I was a middle school director, middle school dude, and it was going great. For, 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 for Honestly, it was all great. It was great. I loved it. You know, some things and there were some things that weren't the best. But overall, leading kids, being in the church, the dude I worked under, like directly with loved, loved, man, loved that guy. There's also some legends in that church that, man, I just I appreciate the way they've led me in my men's leadership class. And so, again, love, love, love the church, love the church. But let me tell you about a time when I felt patience. I can remember there was a month, two month span where I didn't have a car. Uh, I got an accident, so I didn't have a car. I had to get a new car. I had to wait to get my money to get a car. And then also, on top of not having a car, I was leaving doors unlocked. I was not being paid. I was not being patient. I was kind of not paying attention to staff meetings. Like, I was all over the place. I was all over the place. I can remember the pastor just came and said, Yo, Let's fix this. Let's change. Let's change. Let's change. Let's change this. So we did. And he was patient with me. He said, yo, all right, get the keys done. Like he corrected me, but he was patient in the correcting. See, so often we don't show love. We don't show blessing to others because we're not patient in the correcting. We say correct and it needs to be done now. But we forget that Jesus never said that. Jesus didn't say correct and go now. Right. He said, Go. Go, go, go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. There's even times in the Bible when he says, yo, I have healed you not by your faith, but also in times where he says, you're being a knucklehead, but I've still I still love you. I'm still here for you. I, I'm present in this moment. I'm patient with you. See, Jesus shows the ultimate patience to all of us. Because, man, he could be the, he could be the parent that goes, no, I need to know what's going on. But he's the parent that's patient. He's the God. He's, he's literally the one that's patient. So let's be patient. I believe to me, right, Nate's blessing to others is for me, I need to be more patient with people. I need to be more patient with people. My next one is time. I love time. You know, time is a human construct. Time is is unreal. No. No. Yes, time has been made by us, but time is real, okay? You look at your clock, you look anywhere with the screen on it, what is it going to say? The time you in the top middle corner, the bottom right corner, or on your watch or something, right? There's time everywhere. We tell time. It's it's literally how the world goes, how meetings start, how stuff happens, how church starts, how we play at 1159. Like, that's what happens in the church. So what do I mean by blessing others with our time? Maybe we give... Some people a little bit more time To share Maybe Maybe Because these go together Maybe we're patient When the time's not right Maybe we realize That time Time is how people trust It's It's not just how young people trust It's how all people Show trust it's by the time are we giving them our time are we giving them our love are we giving them stuff valuable time right so often we're i believe it's because of this western world we're here 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 there, there the screens are popping up we need to go next meeting next meeting next meeting next meeting how about we give someone our time someone walks in and says yo can i talk to you yeah let's sit down and talk and we listen we give them our time it's another time when i felt really blessed is when my cousin was killed It it was tough it, it was real hard And I remember crying, crying Getting angry, getting angry, getting angry And I told my teacher I said yo My cousin got killed I, I'm not, I don't want to do this You know what Every teacher gave me time but every teacher also gave me their time. You need anything, let me know, Nate. You need anything, let me know. My coach said, you need anything, let me know. My dudes, right? My people that had me, you need anything, let me know. What I'm, what that meant is, because I actually went to these people and they meant it and they sat with me. When I was angry, I was punched up. I, got, I was mad. But they give me their time and they blessed me so what i learned from that is man how can we be a blessing to others give them our time give them our time how can we bless others allow jesus to shine through you there's a song i'm not from all the play, cause because a little tidbit but there's a song by lecrae that says being broke made me rich, right? That's what it says. Being broke made me rich. It's not talking about money. It's talking about being broke in spirit. Being broken has made me rich in the kingdom. Also, monetary value. When you broke, you just want to be rich, right? We just going to keep it, keep it real. But allowing Jesus to shine through you. I become rich. I become rich. By being less. Samaritan became rich. I believe rich in spirit. Rich in favor. Because he became less. And took the blood of a Jew and put it on him. And said, yo, 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 I'm broke. I literally have two days wages that I'm giving you. I'm broke. And even if it's too much, if he needs to stay longer, I will pay the wages that it costs please take care of this man right i'm sure that dude was was falling all over the place he was heavy probably patient when he rode back rode back right time he gave him his time he literally took his time and gave it away and he allowed jesus to shine through him If that was done today and ministered in the world today, that would be Jesus shining through him. He allowed himself to become less, not so that he could become rich, so that others could become rich. So that others could become rich. So how do we bless others? How do we love others in the church and youth group? Be patient with people. Be patient. Truly. Be patient. Time. Give them your time. T I M E. And allow Jesus to shine through you. Allow Jesus to shine through you. I can remember when I was gonna go on a missions trip. And well actually I was on the missions trip. And they said, We're gonna wash your guys' feet. Bro, have you seen my feet? I got football feet. They gross. And my pastor washed my feet. You guys know him. His name is Eddie. I, I, I've said his name before. <laughs> Eddie washed my feet. I was like, bro, this is gross. This is gross. And he said, it's because we serve you. And he probably said more things. I'm not. I don't remember at all. I, I forget a lot of things too. We serve you. And in our house in our place and the way we do things is we serve we are the hands of the feet we are the hands and feet of Jesus, so I will wash your feet so that you can be the hands and feet of Jesus. that moment I saw Jesus shine through Eddie Johnson. I saw him, and Eddie has been the most patient guy with me. Eddie's probably given me the most time, and Eddie has allowed Jesus to shine through him to me, so that I could then be the hands, and feet of Jesus. So why do we bless others? Because blessing others will allow others to bless others. It's it just keeps going. It keeps going. It keeps going. And in youth groups, and in your youth ministries, and even in your world, for the young person listening to this. Bless others by patient, be patient by your time, by allowing Jesus to shine through who you are, your individual character, your individual personality. Allow him to make it a family, make it like a collectivist, a team, a collective. Allow your patience, time, and your light to shine through and reach others for Jesus. Allow it to happen. I'm telling you, things are going to change. Really, things are really going to flip upside down. Like, we love like this, world's going to flip. We honor, we bless, we show love. We make ourselves less so that others can become rich. God's going to I, I, bless those. God's going to bless us. God's going to bless us. Yeah, well, that's the episode. That's the episode. And, man, I love that last topic. I love that last topic. I was thinking about it this week just... What am I talking about? What am I talking about? I'm like, let's bless others. Let's. How do we bless others? And how do we show love to others? And I believe this is some good, some good little nuggets, some good nuggets. Again, some stuff I've learned, some stuff that I've, that God's been just mulling around in my head and in my heart. And I feel like I should share it. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast. Episode 25, of course, will be out next week. You already know what we do it'll be out next week with again another special guest can't wait thank you guys for checking it out thank you guys for reviewing thank you guys for sharing on instagram y'all are the best and i'll see y'all next week peace